to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 207 for September 13th, 2018. This week we talk about pumpkin spiced things, veterinarian drama, shadow of the Tomb Raider, the end of summer, readjusting sleep schedules, and childhood superstitions. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. It's me, Reba McIntyre. No. What does Reba no. sound like? How is Reba? I don't know anything about Reba other than my most basic friend in the entire world loves the show Reba. Is that even still on? I don't think it's on anymore. I don't think so. But honey, oh, it lives on in our hearts. I mean... Those of us it touched uh, will be touched forever. Reba McIntyre touched you. Oh, no. Mm, How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I've kind of had an off week. You know, sometimes you have an off week. This week, I've been uh, trying to apply for jobs, and I've had to, like, I wrote a cover letter yesterday, but it took me, like, four days to actually do it. And it was like you a had com- to learn the alphabet first. Well, that's the thing, is, like, I was going to write it all in Cyrillic, but apparently they only take applications in English, so I had to learn English first. What the I'm- fuck is Cyrillic? I gotta Google this. It's, like, it's the writing system, Cyrillic? like, that Russia, like, ah! Re- Russian and um, Ukrainian. That's witchcraft. I don't know. It's not the Latin. Anyway, alphabet. go on. Any hoozle. So yeah, it, I was. I've been kind of struggling all week, just kind of being motivated to do anything. And I think a combination of that is just that I'm having an off week, which is okay. Just admit that to yourself and move on. But also, my sleep schedule's <laughs> been absolutely fucked, and I've mm-hmm. I've been trying to like readjust it to normal people schedules. But it's like I accidentally take a nap in the afternoon and then it just fucks me and I just need to like power through not taking that afternoon nap. So I'm actually tired at like 11 p.m. like a normal human being. But then I end well, yeah, up. Yeah, you texted me at like 7.20 a.m. my time this mm-hmm. morning. Yep. I and was... I was like, that's like 5.20 for you. I was <laughs> like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> exactly. I was awake. Um, oh, my God. But yep. So I've been trying to readjust my schedule, but I, I applied. I, I It was an audio engineering application. Hopefully I get it. Who knows? If you don't hear about it ever again, that means I didn't get it. So please don't bring it up. It'll be a sore spot for me. Uh-oh. But anyways, um, I've just been kind of I've been trying to readjust this week, you know, trying to align my chakras or whatever the white people are doing these days. Um, but I have my coffee. Um, I was, I thought I had a therapy session today and I went in and I was waiting for my therapist to come and get me. Cause she like comes out in the hall and like gets me or whatever. And then, you know, cause sometimes she's like busy on a call or whatever. And, uh, 10 minutes later I was like, Hmm, I wonder why she's not coming out. So I went over to her door and she's chit chatting with someone else. And I was like, I bet I put the wrong date in my calendar and sure as shit. I did. It wasn't scheduled for Wednesday. It was scheduled for Thursday next week. So is there no receptionist? No, it's just like she she has a she's in an it's office in her building. Basement. Yeah, it's in oh. a it's, it's in a basement. It's in, in her a, in her dungeon. Mm-hmm, in her German sex That's dungeon. Fair. Well, maybe you can talk to her about your time management and abandonment issues next time. Yeah, I think that's going to be the main topic for next week. But I have my coffee and I got up, you know, I I fell asleep at fucking 530 this morning. You want an award? You want a trophy? Honestly, I think I deserve it. You know, I'm millennial. I'm I'm white and I'm a millennial. Millennial. You want a trophy millennial? Where's my fucking participation trophy? You know, that's what I, I'm saying. I got I have bags full of participation ribbons. Just saying, it was an issue, and I wish I'd never received them. So <laughs> they taught you bad lessons. Like, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. They really do. 
I didn't even think I got um, many participation ribbons. Probably got like a couple in like elementary school, but I didn't even want to participate. So that's probably I didn't even why I didn't even get the participation you ribbon. You were done before you started. Oh, honey, I, mean, I was burnt out before it even got lit. Well, I just got back from the beach. Some beautiful bronze goddess. No, I, I, I just like ima- heavy SPF. Yeah, I imagine you and like get a time. parasol that's like black, and so you getting you're getting like no sun. No, we went to. Although I know you don't do Instagram stories, so I have to tell you about it here. We mm-hmm. went to Rehoboth Beach, which is one of the three beaches that's inspired uh, Beach City in Steven Universe. Oh, that's cute. Uh, and we drove through the other two: Dewey Beach and Bethany Beach. Dewey, Mayor Dewey, in the oh. show. Oh. Uh, and I saw the arcades. I saw Funland. Oh my honey. god! I saw Zoltar. Uh, Zoltron, I think, is what he's called in the show. I don't remember. You know, the, the put your quarter in, you know, tells your fortune. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get put the fortune. your quarter in me, honey. Put your quarter in. I didn't get to do it, though. We were only, we passed through Rehoboth. Uh, Justin stayed there multiple times. It's like a big gay beach. Oh, the big um, gay. And I, I wish we had stopped there because it's like more low key and stuff. But we were going to Beach City or not Beach City, Ocean City. Excuse okay. me, uh, okay. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went up to Rehoboth and down to Ocean City. And Ocean City's huge. Really? It is like, yeah, it is like super touristy. The boardwalk's really long. So there's a lot to do, and it was fun for the kids. Cute! But Piggy was outlawed from the beach. <gasps> um, oh, my God. Discrimination. Uh, I didn't. We didn't know this before we went because we never had a dog before. It didn't occur to us to look, mm-hmm. but dogs can't be on the beach in the summer, like until mm-hmm. September thirtieth. That's weird. Is it just because that like they the dogs are going to shit on the beach and the people aren't going to pick up the poop? I guess so. But you know, there's seagulls everywhere. There's probably twelve thousand tons of seagull shit everywhere. They oh, poop honey. on your heads. My dog's not. He can't get his butt a hole up to your face. I mean, on you. you could just lift him above your head and then wait. I would. He did shit on the vet this week. That's another story as mm, well. I mean, um, same. I don't like the doctor either. So I, I was I really like... pissed. I was really upset about it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> there was one beach that dogs could go to. So we took him there. It was really nice and secluded. Cute. The weather was like cloudy the first day and then it rained the rest of the day. So it wasn't kind of. I kind honestly of love cloudy, rainy beach weather. I like cloudy, but this was pre-hurricane rain. Oh, yeah, you guys are getting that hurricane that's that's coming through. I forgot about that. The winds were like a bajillion miles per hour, like you literally could not stand up. I'm surprised Piggy didn't fly away. Oh, my God. He was struggling. I had to, like, carry him and, like, tuck him under my jacket and, like, run away. Like, he was my Toto. Yeah, like a Wizard of Oz moment. I'm such a Dorothy. Honey. Oh, God. I'm a Dorothy and you're a Samantha. <laughs> no, we're both scarecrows. Okay, let me settle I think this. Justin's a scarecrow. Aww. I think Justin's a scarecrow. Because he's anyway, made out of straw. So that uh, what is he? Anyways, he's not ten. Anywho, mm-hmm. uh, got back, took Piggy to the vet because he had to get a booster shot immediately. So this is all for all you dog parents out there who mm-hmm. have ever been all the um, dog moms, all the dog moms. Uh, We've been going to this new vet because it's closer. I can walk there. Mm-hmm. The other one we oh, have to Uber so to. that's so nice. But I like our old one better. 
Like mm. she would give Piggy treats, pet Piggy, make sure he's calm before she tried to do anything. So she was this more one, like empathetic of Piggy's anxiety well, issues. She, she like understands animals, I feel mm. like. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, that might be a, a requirement for a veterinarian. Understanding of animals and their mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. This one walks in the room, doesn't pet Piggy, doesn't give him a treat, tries to stick a thermometer up his asshole immediately. He's it's just like you, getting a booster shot. He doesn't need his temperature checked, honey. You got to woo me uh, first before we stick that up there, Hanny. Right? Mm-hmm. And Take so me Piggy, out to dinner first. Piggy was done after mm-hmm. that. He he has never like tried to bite anybody, but he like growled and like bared his teeth. And I was like, honey, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. And then they try to fucking muzzle him. What? And I was like, this isn't going to, this is a 10 pound dog. Like, I understand some dogs have to be muzzled in certain situations, but you have to like do muzzle training. You have Mm -hmm. to like make the dog not afraid of the muzzle. First time he's ever had one. Freaked him the fuck out. Yeah. And um, I was like, this is not helping. Like, this isn't going to help the situation. Mm -hmm. You should have just came in, petted him, given him a shot. He's never had a problem with it. Right. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll leave the room. Sometimes he calms down if I leave the room. I left the room and then he shit and peed all over them. And wow. I came back in and I gave him a treat. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, you know, what a good mom. And I was like, I would have shit and peed all over him too, Piggy. And I'm going to take an Uber to my old vet next time. Well, yeah, that's what that was going to be my question. Are you going to not go to this vet anymore? I just don't know. We've gone two or three times. Well, for okay. Is allergy it, shots. Is it the same? Do you see the same veterinarian or is it like an office where like you see whoever's there? That's the thing. We've seen three different people. The like okay. the three times we've gone. And mm-hmm. so Piggy's not used to him. It's a it's a new freaky experience every time. It's a new human being that's sticking a th- thermometer up his ass every time. And the old time was right? it a specific person that you would always go to. Well, she stuck a thermometer in his ear. Like, what? Are, what is this? Victorian ages? Are we all sticking <laughs> thermometers up each other's asses on the streets? No. Um, I mean, come on. Some I of mean. us are into that. Let's not well, let's not shame. Do they have dildo thermometers? Oh, absolutely. I feel like they, they, they have to have like a Bluetooth dildo that monitors your heart rate, gets your blood pressure, takes your temperature, all wirelessly to your phone while you're pleasuring your beehole. Well, whatever. they've got those Bluetooth ones. Well, know. yeah, yeah. We talked about that before where they're like remotely controlled. Yeah. But like, I don't know, stick a bunch of like monitors in there and, you know, mm-hmm. be like, uh, and, you know, while you're while you're dingling your hoo-ha, it can tell you that, oh, you're you're stressed out. Your Your blood pressure is high. You should get that checked out. Let me tell you, there are like two or three places I feel like it's good to take your pulse. Your neck, your wrist, and your butthole. There you go. You always, Let you me always tell know you. if you're alive if, if you're in it's your throbbing. Oh, God. Okay. It's Oof. always. Word of the day. Throbbing. Throbbing. Oof. Well, I anyway. don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about vets because I, when I had, uh, let me let me tell you a story about like being semi-bad animal parents. But this was in, like the early 2000s. Ready for me to be problematic? Oh, sure. Before anybody. Before the vet was anything. before the vet was invented. So this was like Uh-oh. 2005, right? Veterinarians Uh-oh. hadn't been invented yet. Um, oh no! I grew up with two cats. One was my sister's cat. She got her. Her name was Bagheera from the Jungle Book, and she was black and she was very cute. Um, I think my sister got her when she was like five or six as a kitten. Um, my sister wasn't a kitten. The cat was a kitten. Um, and then I got a cat uh, when mm-hmm. I was like. Mm-hmm eight or nine and her name was molly and she had extra toes so we had molly and bagheera and um i don't think we i we took bagheera to the vet 
like twice, twice or three times in her life. The last time we took her to the vet, well, she would like get super anxious in the car. She would like foam at the mouth. It like oh. would almost kill her. It would almost kill her just the car ride mm. going to the vet. The last time we took her to the vet, they like thought something was wrong with her. They, they thought she had like feline leukemia and only had like two months to live or something. Like they did a bunch of blood tests. And then my mom was like, so we thought that she was going to fucking die. And my mom was like, well, you know, if she's going to die, we want her to die at home because I feel like if we ever take her back to the vet, she's going to die on the way there. And so we were like kind of waiting for her to like, you know, die from this feline leukemia or whatever, because she was like an adult at this time when she got diagnosed or whatever. She never died. She was totally fine for like the next like eight years. So we don't know if her like blood, like if the the um, blood test, like something went wrong with the blood test or if like we got the they switched around like the blood vials and, you know, Bagheera got they thought that she had feline leukemia and it was actually another cat's blood or something. We don't know what was up, but um, yeah, we didn't really take our cats to the vets. Um, And it was just because that we were afraid that they were going to fucking something was going to happen to them on the car ride there because they were just so anxious. And I feel like because like, I don't know, we we never trained the cats to like drive in the car with us. Like it was always like a very freaky experience for them. And so we were we were kind of like, well, you know, if they die, they die. You know, if they get hit by a car, if they get eaten by a dog, like it just kind of is what it is. And they never Mm. got it was it was a weird situation because they never got sick. They never got bit by anything. They were indoor and outdoor cats. They were like went and, you know, as they pleased in and out. Like a couple times my cat brought a mouse in. You know, for my mom to be like, hey, Lars would bring in. They would bring like baby moles. Ooh, that's that's nice. I think it was interesting. It was like a biology lesson. Like every time. There were a couple times where our cats killed like a couple baby birds and that was traumatizing. And I always had to get the shovel and scoop up the baby bird, throw her in the dumpster or whatever. But cats threw it over into the neighbor's yard. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good like, one. Because, like, we, well, we didn't really have any neighbors. So, like, there were fences around us, but they went to, like, fields. Mm-hmm. And so you just, like, dump it into the neighbor's field. Do you but ever... we only had barn cats. We didn't have outdoor cats. So they yeah. weren't, like, they were ours, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were their own animal. They did their own thing, but they were friendly towards you. And, like, the one time we took one to the vet, it died at the vet, so... Oh, wow. What? That was And that was Pumpkin. We we got Pumpkin spayed, and she had enough at the vet. She's, she was healthy when she went, and then she said, I've had enough. Wait, so what happened? Did she, like, die on the table while she was getting spayed? No, so they we had to leave her overnight, and uh, they just called, and they were like, she died in, her, in the cage. I know. It was the most mysterious fucking thing. And... I thought Pumpkin died at home. I didn't know any of this. No, honey. Pumpkin died, like, traumatically before her time. Oh, my. How old was she? Like, God, like, rest her soul. We don't know because we took her from um, some people who were mistreating her. Oh. And she lived out her last years sitting on my lap. But she was, like, an adult. Eating bacon. Yeah. (laughs) Eating bacon? Eating bacon. Ooh. Yeah, maybe that's what killed her. I gave her bacon, gave her some turkey. <laughs> oh, wow. She had all the leftovers. I know. And then you grow up and you like get your own pet and it's like, do not let your pet have any of Right, exactly. Things. I don't know. Piggy like, does not eat people food. Yeah, that's that's a big mistake. Uh, what was she? Do you know? Was she in a cage with other cats? Like, did she have a heart attack? Like, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. Her heart just stopped. God. She was just too good for this world, honestly. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that but I'm surprised she had a good about. Life. Well, that that's After. good. 
Eating bacon, eating turkey, sitting on your lap. That sounds like a good life, honestly. She was pretty good. Hanging out. Well, the thing that I was surprised about is like early 2000s, it was really common to um, declaw your cats, which is like a big right. like no. Um, a big like humane thing now. Yeah, it's like, okay, do you want do you want to cut your fingers off? That's what you're basically doing. And so um, I think we, we declawed Bagheera and um, when she was in our care, but Molly, the cat that I got, I think she was already declawed when we got her. And like the, I mean, I think the excuse back in the early 2000s was, oh, okay, we'll declaw the front paws, but we won't declaw the back claws. It's like, well, what's the point? What are they going to do? Kick their opponent with their back feet? Yeah. No. They're just going to bat at them with their declawed paws and they aren't going to be able to do anything. So the thing that's really surprising to me is both our cats were, had their front paws declawed and, so that was a big no. And then the other big no, especially with the declawed cat, is they were outside, indoor and outdoor cats. So they would sometimes get in fights with other cats and they can't oh. defend themselves. It wasn't very right. often, but like, I feel bad as an adult. I'm like, fuck, like I'm like, I feel bad that you guys couldn't defend yourself. But I'm also impressed that y'all lived like like a long life without getting killed by a cat. They never they didn't get run over by a car. They didn't get eaten by a dog. They didn't get like poisoned by eating something crazy outside. Like they were really smart cats and they lived like I think Bagheera was like 17 or 18 when she died. And Molly was like probably like 14 or 15. And like we only took him to the vet like twice. Like we got lucky with our childhood cats. And I'm like, you know, but if I were to ever get a cat now, I wouldn't declaw them. I would like, you know, train them to not fucking freak out in the car as much as possible. And I and would you take them do to the like vet. Heartworm medication. Right, exactly. You know, like actually they take, take their care heartworm of them. pills and their tick pills and they get vaccines once a year. Oh honey, I, I need didn't a know tick how. pill. Like, Piggy goes to the vet, you know, like four times a month. Well, yeah, Piggy, Piggy's an anxious dog struggling. with a bunch of problems, you know. He's God still bless figuring him. out his allergies, his mm -hmm. poor allergies. And Aww. yes, I've gotten messages from everybody about, we've tried everything. We've mm -hmm. He's been to multiple vets. Mm -hmm. He can't have doggy allergy medicine until he's a year old. Mm -hmm. We've tried Benadryl. We've tried Claritin. He does Cytopoint shots. The Cytopoints have stopped working. How like, old is Piggy We've tried now? everything. He's like 10 and a half months. Soon so he will close. be able to try it. Well, the and thing we is tried, we're trying food allergy things. We're trying environmental allergies. We have literally the best air purifier sold in the world in our apartment right now. Mm -hmm. He is he is the best taken care of dog ever. He's just a temperamental little boy. We just It's just that path of figuring it out. People have sent me messages and they're like, we went through the same thing. Our dog had intensive allergies. We had to figure out what it was. The The allergy medication helps, but he can't have that right now. You know, it's well, just I'm curious, it's not an option. I'm curious if like Benadryl and Claritin didn't help him. I'm curious if like the dog allergy stuff where he can't take it until he's a year old, if that'll even help. Because aren't they all basically the same thing? They're all different types of antihistamines, right? That's an allergy medication. I don't medication. know what... Well, I don't know what Apoquel is or why it's like different for dogs. Applesauce? So I can't speak on it. App oh, applesauce, honey. Applesauce cures everything. Honey, we are oh, homeopathic. Honey. Oh, my homeopathic. God. You're honey. A, you're, you're a homopath. Honey, <laughs> we are only homopathic. Oh, poor little baby. Household. Well, anyways. He's fine, though. He's actually been doing a lot better. We switched him to some salmon and potato food. That's like better than I No eat. more beef. No more chicken. Because hmm. those are like big food allergies for dogs are like mm -hmm. beef and chicken and milk and eggs. Yeah. No oh, honey, more. that gets me. That gets me grumbling. Ooh, girl. So he's doing better. And we don't know if it's the seasons changing his new food. 
something else that we've the purifier air purifier one of his shots we have no idea what's helping maybe maybe he's allergic to two gay dads Hmm? Oh my god! This is what oh the, this is god. what the conservatives were saying when 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 two dads have a dog child. Um, it the dog child's gonna do it's gonna grow up gay and it's gonna have food allergies and it's gonna it's 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 not gonna do well. It's God's will. Let me tell you, Piggy is the happiest dog in the entire world. I mean, you pamper him like a like a prince. So <laughs> and I had to take I his measurements yesterday for a new jacket. He grew out of his jacket, so I had to oh get him a new one. Oh my god, he's growing up so fast. I know, he grew out of his extra small. Ugh, Jesus. Well, um, yeah, so, uh, moral of the story, don't declaw your cat, get him a scratching post, teach him how to use it. I don't know. Or, I, st- I have, you like, know, I do have everything guilt. your vet says, generally. Yeah, or, just you know, go, take, just, take uh, your animal to the fucking vet. <laughs> um... You know what it's time for, I think? Not favorite things, because I'm not doing it's it 20. It's of the week. Oh, wow. This is like three goddamn weeks in a row, and I didn't think this was going to become a thing, and it's a thing. Well, I didn't do one this week, actually. Oh. oh. We were at the beach, and then I couldn't go to my I couldn't go to my cheese people at Harris your local, Teeters. Your local cheese mom. My local Harris Teeters. The only mm-hmm. uh, shopping place I've been to in the past week is uh, Target. Went to Target. Target last night. This guy threw up all over the aisle. I saw you tweet about that, and I was like, not in my Target. Like, have some decency. <laughs> they were, like, laughing and joking around, and, and I was in the Halloween section, and they were in the Halloween section. One of them just bends over and just, bleh, and I was like, oh, what my God. Like, what do you do happened? in that situation? Honey, I had a pumpkin spice frappuccino, and I didn't have time, okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, you I on didn't a schedule. Have time. It's not my thing. He mm-hmm. wasn't. He wasn't like dying or anything. He just. He was probably drunk. If I'm being honest, they looked mm. like it was looked like it was a bunch of young drunk twenty year olds. Oh, the young and drunk twenties. What can you do except you know clean up on all twenty? What else? Oh my god! Like I don't know. Like, I'm so bad with that sort of thing. Like, well, there was a there was like an attendant nearby, and then there was like a cop nearby, and I was like, one. Y'all of can handle people. this. I'm gonna go. This looks they like it's handled. Started. They started walking away from it, and I was like, oh, my God, they are going to leave this vomit <laughs> in the middle of the fucking Target. Not my it's Target. It's not the classiest Target. It's mm-hmm. not the classiest Target. Mm-hmm. You know how Targets are either, like, really nice or, like, not very nice? Mm-hmm. It's either one or the other. This is one of the not super nice Targets. <laughs> oh. But I got this really cute jacket in the kids section. Of course you fucking did. Life is all about balance. Mm-hmm. It's all about finding that balance, finding yep. the good in the finding bad. The bad. And I got the pumpkin spice frappuccino. So okay, it is it is pumpkin spice season. Um, people love to shit all over pumpkin spice, and because like, oh my god, like you're such like a basic white girl. But it's like, I, I do. We did we talk about this last week? It just I feel like that it's more pumpkin spice flavored things signal my body. It's like it's like a it's a signal to me that it is autumn Halloween season. Get ready to get spooky. Like it's it's, it's like just, it's like it's like peppermint. It's like it's like hot chocolate in the winter. Peppermint. It's that, like gingerbread latte in the winter. Oh yeah, like you that. get your gingerbread or your mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's like that peppermint schnapps in the hot chocolate in winter. That's what pumpkin spice lattes are for me in the autumn. What sucks so much though is that so I've been getting pumpkin spice everything. Also, mm-hmm. I've been alerted that there's some pumpkin spice flavored cheeses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about mm-hmm. that. I don't know about oh, honey. that. Pumpkin, I need some pumpkin spice lube. Someone sent me a link to oof, that. Oof. I need the pumpkin spice. Every, everything. I, th- I think you're overdoing it. 
But it's been so fucking hot this summer. I've been having to get pumpkin spice frappuccinos instead of lattes. I haven't had the frappuccino. God, I haven't had a frappuccino in years. I love it. It was it was like my cooling. It was my intro to coffee. Intro to coffee 101. It was like the the vanilla cream blended like the vanilla bean blended cream. At oh, Starbucks. Yeah. All it the high school kids get yeah. the frappuccinos. Exactly. So I think it the was. The strawberries and cream one. Mm-hmm. The mint, the chocolate chip one. That was the gateway drug into Starbucks and the gateway drug into coffee. I was like, oh, this tastes like ice cream. Because I don't think the blended creams have um, coffee in them, but the frappuccinos do. Right. what I remember. Um, I think you're right. And I don't remember, Did has Starbucks always had the pumpkin spice frap? Or has it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I but now I, they I do. Like, okay. I guess yeah. you know climate change, honey. You got to you got to change with the times. Climate exactly. change. Mm-hmm. So I had that one. I had the salted caramel one. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. But for my daily coffee, I just have a, a pumpkin spice creamer in the fridge. I put in my daily coffee every oh, day. Oh, that's cute. That's a that's yeah. that's good. Um. So what you what's your review? It. What's your uh, Joe's review of the pumpkin spice? Oh, honey, pumpkin spice is here to stay and if you don't like it get off my planet get off get off the plane get off the God. plane well uh speaking of you pumpkins, like pumpkin spice stuff oh no go on i, I was just the... i was just gonna say that oh um, honey segue i was just gonna segue into speaking of pumpkin spice the show uh, is sponsored by fucking good soap for dirty mouths and clean bodies yeah and they've got pumpkin spice soap now use the promo code show 10 at checkout for 10 percent off your entire order at fuckinggoodsoap.com and do not worry honey they ship internationally and yes you heard me right pumpkin spice so, like, like we were talking about, you have your pumpkin spice latte, you have your pumpkin spice frappuccino, you have your pumpkin spice lube, and now cheese. you can cheese. have, oh yeah, cheese. your pumpkin spice cheese, you have your pumpkin spice soap bar um, to make your whole body smell like cinnamon and clove and cardamom and vanilla, and it's delicious and perfect. Oh, honey, I don't know how else you would get into the fall spirit unless you soaked yourself in an entire tub Filled with pumpkin spice soap. Get in the spooky season with a pumpkin spice bar from fuckinggoodsoap.com. Make sure to use the promo code SHOW10 for 10% off your entire order. And we thank Patrick so much for supporting this podcast. Well, you were going to talk about your favorite cheese of the week, and we kind of got sidetracked. So did you have a favorite cheese of the week, or did you just want to mention it and then move on to pumpkin spice? No, I just... I just like to sing the jingle, honey. Oh, okay. I just, it's cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. Well, I'm. I, um, I mean, you, but you I can, wanted to. You can take a week off of the cheese of the week. It's fine. You can always bring it back. Thank you. My asshole needs a week off from the cheese of the week, honey. Thank you very oh, much. me every time honey. I eat cheese. Oh, honey. I wanted to ask you though. So speaking of like pumpkin spice stuff, I'm already seeing articles, and I've got one right here about how uh, Amazon will sell live seven foot Christmas trees this year. What? Just order it with your Alexa, honey. Um, how do they how do they ship a live Christmas tree to you? Uh, sometime in November, Douglas Firs, Norfolk Island Pines, other options, seven foot Fraser Fraser tree sourced from a North Carolina farm will go for $115. They ship in a large box. $115 for a tree? They don't include water. They will be sent out within 10 days of being cut down. I don't I don't Is I it just... too soon. I mean, I mean, to send out a Christmas tree? Yeah. Well, they yeah. send them out in November, but I am already seeing stores 
put up Christmas displays, like no. skipping Halloween, skipping no, no, Thanksgiving, no, 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 and we're no. in Christmas already. Halloween, like we're is, doing Christmas from September Halloween is to important. February. Halloween is its own I thing, agree. and when people rush through it, I get pissed off. But also, it's the discount candy that I it's 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 discount candy season. And if we skip over it, then I have nothing to live for during the year, honestly. So how early is too early for Halloween stuff to go up, though? Because I feel like in the summer, there's all of these holidays that happen for a day and then that's it. Like Fourth of July, Labor Day, like there's no build up to them. They just happen. Most of the time you forget about them. I feel like I what I don't know. Well, what's the last day of summer? Shoot, I don't know. Is summer officially over? Well, okay. L- l- last day of last summer. Last day of summer. Google says. Google? Google, when is the last day of summer? I didn't say, hey, Google. So, oh, shit, I just said, hey, Google. Uh-oh. Never mind. And never mind. Never mind, please. Um, so, Google says summer ends Saturday, September 22nd. So, it's not even over yet. It's not even officially that over. So late. I feel I say like beginning of September. We're done with summer. In yeah, my I feel like end it of August, still be hot. beginning of September, it's Halloween it's season. Start bringing Leave out the spookies. The yeah, bring out the bring out the spices. skeletons. Bring out everything. I want everything orange, brown, and black. I don't want any other colors. Maybe I love some a brown. That's it. I don't want. I don't want to see anything else mm-hmm. until at least November fifteenth. That's well, my date. I don't know. Like how many? How many? Um, I, I feel like autumn's weird because we have like all of September and all of October to do like Halloween stuff. And then as soon as November hits, it's Thanksgiving, which is only a month. Like you'd have Thanksgiving stuff for like the entirety of November. And then December, it's Christmassy. And then it's like January. It's like, oh, what do we do now? Do we take our Christmas uh, stuff down and not celebrate anything for the rest of you know the year? What do we do? My birthday is in January. So uh, we go straight from Christmas into the buildup for my birthday at the end of January. I forgot that was a national holiday. Excuse me. Oh, honey. <laughs> international. Thank In, you very oh, much. Oh, the international queen over international. here. International. Oh, my God. Honey, oh, jet Jesus. setting. But yeah, no, I feel like um, get your skeletons out of your closet and um, start a... And fuck them. Uh, I mean... Skull fuck those skeletons, hunty. Ooh, no. Oh, God. I feel like... <laughs> You get some bone spurs from that. <laughs> oh my God! What is a bone spur? I don't know. Our president has them, so you should ask him. What? I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't deal with that right now. I understand. It's fine. We're try- we're, this is, think, this is our, uh, our one way to get away from politics. You know? Did you know trivia? Uh oh. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. Well, there's Canadian Thanksgiving, but it's on a different day. Don't get me started. First of all. <laughs> Don't get me started Second with Canadians. All, it's an American holiday yeah. uh, to celebrate not great things, if I'm being honest. Well, didn't we like slaughter the Native Americans and then well, eat all our food? I don't food? know if we slaughtered them on Thanksgiving, but we definitely at least gave them smallpox on oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely gave them and then, all smallpox. I think we killed them like before and after Well, I mean... Yeah, it's it's um not good. We're not, uh, no, we're not very good very, to the natives. No, uh, I I don't. Thanksgiving is less and less of a thing for me the older I get. Really? Because I don't go home anymore for it. I haven't mm. gone home the past couple years, and mm-hmm. then even before then, I had missed a few Thanksgivings as well. Right. And it's just 
I don't know. Like we we go and we see friends now. Right? Like our thing at this moment in time is going up to New York and staying with uh, some of our friends, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah. But it just doesn't feel like like the food is amazing. We have a really good meal. Right. But it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving. Kind mm. of. It just it doesn't feel like it's a major holiday anymore. To yeah. Me. I I feel the same way. I feel like Thanksgiving has has lost in more it's lost importance to me personally the older i've gotten um because like i i agree with you i've spent some thanksgivings away from home and it's not like i don't know i'm never really butthurt like i was never really butthurt missing a thanksgiving hanging hanging out with friends instead of my family or whatever in the same context of like christmas or something like that like i really like spending my like christmas holiday with my family like it's just kind of a family tradition i've always had with them and i would be you know i'd rather not spend thanksgiving with my family and spend it my spend christmas with my family than the other way around like thanksgiving doesn't it's not it doesn't bring the same amount of importance as like a winter holiday like christmas well and they're too close together. Like I can't, right? I can't afford a plane ticket home in November and then in December. Well, like I was, just, I, I can't. That was the like, thing with me when happen. I was living in Boston. It's like it's really hard to fly in and out of Montana in general because like no one flies in and out of oh, there, so sure. the tickets are like really expensive. And so when I was flying, you know, back, it was like there was no point of me flying back for Thanksgiving. So I spent Thanksgiving either with my roommates or I flew down to. Uh, North Carolina and hung out with some people there like it was more of a friendsgiving and I think you know a lot of people in college do that instead of flying home to their parents because it's more expensive um, yeah for sure I don't I don't know like Thanksgiving obviously it's all about food um I I spent Thanksgiving with my folks um mainly because I only live like two hours away from them so I can you know get away with it but if I lived farther away like I wouldn't really feel that sad not having Thanksgiving with my folks. I don't know, like, how important is Thanksgiving to other people? Like, I'm I'm curious if people, like, if other people have this really significant idea of Thanksgiving in their family. Because um, I don't really, I don't really have that. Like, it's fun. I really, I enjoy it. But I, I'm not going to spend $500 to fly home for Thanksgiving when I can do it for Christmas instead. No, no, no. I think our generation especially is becoming more like Friendsgiving. Yeah, totally. Like, we're not, we we just don't really, because we've all moved so much. Right, exactly, yeah. I don't know. We just, we kind of, we go around here and there, whatever, but. One yeah. holiday that was always big in my family, like, the three big things in my family are Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And mm. all my friends have always thought it was so weird that we do, like, this huge family thing every Easter. Yeah. Like, we I, go to grandmas we, we, and grandpas yeah, we've talked and mamies and pappies. I think it's weird. Yeah, I think it's weird. The older I get, I'm like, fuck Easter. Well, the thing, yeah, fuck, fuck it's the another Easter candy bunny. holiday for me. Like, I want the candy after Easter, but that's mm-hmm. it. Like, it's it was it's weird to me now, like looking back, and that we like had this whole it's it was the same process as Christmas mm-hmm. that we did on Easter. And yeah. It is so weird, and I didn't I didn't realize nobody really did that. Is it like a southern thing? Like, is Easter bigger know. in the South than it is in the North? Like, I think is, it's is that like the a, thing, or is it, it was like a religious thing? In well, a, yeah, in yeah. Some senses, because it was like you know I grew up going to church, and mm-hmm. so like there was this big thing in the church, and yeah, then you would yeah, go I see that. like have lunch with your family or something, mm. and it was just Easter brunch. Easter, br- no, you don't. You can't have brunch when you're anti-gay. Oh, that is that right? That's a gay meal. We've taken. That is a gay meal. That is a gay meal. <laughs> Only gays can have brunch. You have to get your own word if you're straight. I don't care. You get your get your own meal. Get your own meal. Like, what was I going to say? We have our one meal. 
we <laughs> give us one goddamn thing, give us please. One meal. We're starving. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god. All we eat are Tic Tacs and poppers. I love Tic Tacs. Oh my god. You think they have Tic Tac scented poppers? Probably all poppers not. Smell like. I think it's because the. I mean, they're all nail polish kind well, of. Well, yeah. Stuff, don't they all so. smell like paint thinner? Yeah. Well, I've only done them once. I feel like I have allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm a bad gay. Not in the why? Because you don't do like something that's not very good for you. (laughs) I feel like it would melt my brain if I even tried. I mean, it's already pretty uh, much melted. So yeah, I don't think you need to do any more. I don't need anything else. I need like I need stimulation. I need like you know an alphabet. I need to read read a book instead of doing an alphabet. You need an alphabet. I need an alphabet. I need to learn the letters. You need. We need some. I need a private technology injections to be invented Mm, like like botox injections no that'll make you pretty and being pretty doesn't mean you're smart oh honey it ain't that the truth dropping the truth bomb honey um did you know i mean i i wanted to just mention this because i like being shady but another Uh um another gay youtube couple uh broke up and i just wanted to say who oh it's fine i'm not gonna say who um okay because i don't follow the drums Oh, it's fine. It's fine. But it's just like, I just want to point out that if you make your relationship your livelihood, it's going to put a strain on it and uh, it's not going to work out. So there you Uh go. Me and Justin record videos together now. But the thing is, is like your (laughs) all of your monetary value isn't like dependent on you guys making video. Like Justin has a job. He's like a special guest occasionally. Exactly. That's the thing. But like, you know, like the gays who are like, okay, we have a we have a a YouTube channel together and it's all about us being a couple and being gay and we monetize it. And that's that's how we make all of our money. Like thinking that that's not going to take a huge toll on your personal relationship, being that you're monetizing your personal relationship is a joke. Like think before you have a thing where like. Like, I no longer, I don't know, I don't promote friends. I don't promote homosexuality. I, d- I don't promote friends' social medias anymore mm-hmm. or, like, their profiles on other things because You're I feel like for that I've been asked by friends before to do that, and mm-hmm. then they're only your friend for a little bit, and then they're not after you promoted them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't do it to anybody. Like, I just, I don't, and I, it's just a, a personal policy that, like, if I say, if I tweet, like, oh, me and Justin are at the beach, I don't tag Justin in the tweet. Mm-hmm. Not that he he doesn't care whether or not I do it. That's right. Not, that's me. Right. That's a, that's a personal decision saying, you're making. This is, I'm keeping the some people I love out of this equation. Right. Also, so, you know, they don't get attacked or anything happened to them. Or right, I'm protecting exactly. them and I'm protecting, like, I don't know. No, I, I feel that. I, I understand. I understand that. It's like you you have your little bubble and you have, you know, I, right. I, I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to talk. It's hard to let but explain. But I don't. I don't really want you to contact him. You know what right, I mean? Exactly. Like it's not, and you can and it's fine. But I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's an extremely I tiptoe it around around it so much. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. it was hard for me to even come to terms with like doing videos with Justin and stuff. Right. Him right. Be in a picture. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, um, it, it took a long time for you to like show his face in your um, even on your, on your social media. And honestly, like I didn't. I feel like. In this day and age, it's really difficult for people to not um, have all like to integrate everyone in their personal life online. And I feel like it's really, really healthy to have a clear divide 
between what you're posting publicly online and your personal life. And when you integrate the two, like, I feel like it's okay to like integrate it a little bit, but when everything, I I feel like people, um, people expose their private life online, um, without any discretion. And then they regret it later. And they are like, oh shit, like I don't have to publicly talk about everything all the time. Like I can have, like, I don't have, you know what I'm talking about? Not everything in my life has to be public. We, we've i think we've gotten into this before mm-hmm. and it's the most difficult thing to explain because for exactly. one it's going to it's going to be different for everybody yeah, yeah. i don't it's necessarily personal. agree with like then they then you have to make like a video announcing your divorce or something and it's just right? like what are you doing why it's are like you, you could have avoided all of cringe. this yeah it it's, makes it's me cringeworthy cringe. yeah well but it's different for everybody maybe some people are just they just it's fine with them but I just I, like I yeah. don't think it's I don't know. It's it's weird to me. It's weird I, to me. And yeah. I've never wanted to be a part of it. But that doesn't mean that it's necessarily wrong for other people. Right. Like, I just personally but you are going to be dealing with some things if yeah. you do. Personally, it makes me cringe when I see someone monetizing their personal relationships. That's that's hmm. the gist of it. Like there's part of me is like bank it, honey, while you well, still yeah. can. But then part of me is like I've never seen it end well. Like well, that's my thing. It's like I feel like it always, you know, is self-destructive in the end. And maybe yeah. just because I, that it's it's in it's in the public eye, and so you see when it's self-destructive. And if it was public, you I wouldn't have seen so. it. And it could have been destructive in itself. But it's just like I don't know. I don't want to see this. I just think it creates like a really weird. I don't think I could do it because mm-hmm. I would read too much into the comments. I would right, let I it get in my head. Yeah, I would 100%. And so if I ever see anything like that, I immediately choose to not hear from that person ever again. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're muting them. You know, we have a lot of ways to do that now. Right. And I'm lucky enough that, like, the people who listen to this podcast, the people who watch my videos, I feel like we have cultivated such a good audience. Like, right, I know. Everyone, like, everyone listens to this is so real. good. And they, like, and I don't know, uh, they deal with they deal with me being, being problematic. Like, I don't know, I, I apologize sometimes. I'm still <laughs> learning. But it's like, I don't know, yeah. people aren't coming after me. And maybe just because I'm not, like, looking for it. Maybe it's because I'm completely irrelevant. But it's nice. It's nice to have, like, a little niche audience that, like, is understanding and, you know, well, and I think it's toxic. Who you, it's how you present yourself, too. It's like... That's true. Yeah. Some I think some people present themselves as on a higher level than other... Than, the, than their viewers. Right, and it makes yeah. And it makes people um, act differently towards you. It makes them mm-hmm. act towards you as if you were a celebrity or something. And we right. all know media tears celebrities apart. Oh, yeah. We all, we talk about celebrities on this podcast half the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably not good most of the time. I mean, honey, this, so is, this podcast is 100% the pot calling the kettle black. But, you know. Who knows? I'm not the best at marketing myself or like publicly doing things or saying things. So whatever. I still struggle. Twelve years later. Mm-hmm. 12 happens. years later. Oh, it's been 84 years. It's cheese of the week. So, OK, name a fucking cheese, please. Compte. OK, that's the Is one it- I want to try. I got to make sure they have it at Harris Teeters. I'm sure they do. They probably do. I would also check maybe Whole Foods. I know there are some like cheese specific places around me, but honey, I love my Harris Teeter. I love a specific cheese. I love a specific cheese. So someone, uh, some people in my Discord have told me Compte. I don't even know if I'm saying the right C O M T E. I think it's Compte. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm too. I'm American. from the South. It probably is Compte. Listen, mm-hmm. I used to say manga. And let me tell you, 
the wrath that that inflicted upon me. Oh, they got after you. The first time I accidentally said manga instead of manga publicly. I'm just going to go read some manga. I mean, you know how many times you killed me over P.P. the Frog? And I deserved it. So, you know, sometimes (laughs) we just need... Oh my God, that's true. Sometimes we just need a good public whipping and then it'll whip us into shape. You know, we need some, we need a little public shame here and there. It's true. Teach us a lesson. That's Um, problematic. Speaking of shameful things, shall we move on to our favorite things? It's the favorite thing of the week. This is why this is my job. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I have this responsibility because you fuck it up. (laughs) These are a few of our favorite things. So, how hard was that? It was difficult. Voice of an angel. You could say that and you'd be wrong, but you can say Mm. that. Um, What's your favorite thing this week? Oh my God. You'll never guess. Is it K-pop so today, again? No, no. Oh, that's a surprise. Today, actually. the pre-orders. So, okay. If you had gotten one of the special editions of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, you get to unlock 48 hours early. That mm. day, 48 hours early is today. Three Ooh. hours ago from when we're recording this. So I got to play it for a couple of hours oh before we recorded today. Mm-hmm. Honey, love it. Okay, so I remember, I mean, this podcast, like I've said, is pot calling the kettle black. We love to judge things when they're announced. I remember you being like, I don't think there's any tombs in this game. I don't know about this game. (laughs) Let me tell you, I -hmm. haven't really encountered a tomb yet. I'm really just in the Cozumel, Mexico level. I was playing around with (sighs) Fraps doesn't like it's DirectX 12 is what the game runs best in. But Mm -hmm. you can't have overlays in DirectX 12. So I can't run like Fraps. I can't have my like frames per second on the top corner and whatever, which I used to like record videos and stuff. So I've been, oh, okay. I spent a whole lot of time like troubleshooting to get ready to record it for Monday. Mm. But um, I did get to play. I played about 20 minutes of the game. I had re- avoided. I'd seen a little bit of the initial footage when they announced the game and it was like all combat. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Come on. But then I didn't follow it a whole lot. I would see when they're doing, they would release stuff about the tombs and whatever. Started reading some of their reviews mm-hmm. when it came out for the, you know, the, the reviewers to play it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who were fans of the classic Tomb Raider games loved it. Oh. And I was like, that gives me so much hope. Because the reason I didn't like Tomb Raider 2013 or Rise of the Tomb Raider, they didn't play like Tomb Raider games. They were literally third-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Like, it was co- so combat-heavy in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard really positive things. And so, so far in the game, you start out in a tomb, which is good. Spo- no spoiler, really, because they've showed that footage like 40,000 times. Uh and there's supposed to be more tombs and more puzzles and more heavy. So it is my favorite thing. Oh, my God. Because I feel like this is closer to the Lara that we have all known. And She's I don't think it should have taken. raiding tombs. I didn't think it should take three fucking games to get her there. But if it does, it's fine. Let's just continue this path. Let's get a new voice actress, too, while we're at it. And let's yeah. LOL. Have a great day. I don't think she's a bad voice actress, but it's just not. It's not Laura. It's not Laura to me. No, it just. It. I have never. I've never liked this voice. Well, I was watching. It's grown on me a little. I was watching a little bit of like the beginning, beginning. I think a streamer that I was watching for a little bit, 
um, they were like playing a little bit of the beginning and it looks really pretty and it looks like the controls yeah. are pretty smooth but like that's all i really gauged from it i was like i don't, I don't know they look like they're in a cave i watched yeah, them for like the, 45 seconds the controls are smooth the game looks really good i'm able to run it on the highest settings Ooh. um i do want to eventually get a new graphics card because you know they showed those ones with like the ray tracing shit and i was like mm. sploosh well if you um need to give a new graphics card to someone i'll take it i'll take your old one. <laughs> i need anything my graphics card are two debit cards that are expired plugged into my pci express port <laughs> oh honey that is think- like the one thing that i will that i try to keep updated is my mm-hmm. graphics card um so uh but it, it runs great it runs really smoothly so far i'm really appreciating it and who knew it would be my favorite thing but it is. I got the Croft edition, which I think is the, I, I think there was one edition you could get higher than that. But I wanted the season pass and mm. I wanted it unlocked early. So that's you gave why I gave him your money, edition. honey. I didn't have, there was like a hundred dollar edition. I was like, I don't think so, honey. Mm-hmm. No this bueno. edition was like 70 or 80, but I got it on discount for like 67, which is still shitty, but whatever. Oh I know. It's worth it. Tomb Raider games are an experience for me. They mm-hmm. are, it is my number one experience in gaming to play a new Tomb Raider game. Look and, and I'm ready for that journey. I'm ready yes, for Yes, queen. I'm ready. I'm excited for you. Get I can't wait home. for your full review after you're done playing it. Yeah, well. Are, are you going to so do a let's play of it? I'm going to do a let's play of it. It's going to start Monday, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, I'm going to have two save files going on. So I will have already played the parts of it, but I won't have played the ending when I start. Okay, okay. Um, because I, I do like to play it first on my own. So I'm so going to be playing You're going to have a personal playthrough and then you're going to have a public playthrough. Yes. Mm. Which is going to. So like basically, I'm going to be playing the game through twice, like during playing it the first time. Yeah. So it looks like you know what you're doing, but it's just because you've already played it before. Right. I mean, I still won't know what I'm doing, but that initial experience is a very sacred thing to me in a yeah. Tomb Raider game. And I like to experience it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to talk. I don't want to have to make comments about things. I want right, to yeah. have on a pair of headphones and be quiet in a dark room and play a game, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So it'll be close to a first playthrough, but it will not be. Mm-hmm. Well, there you Amen. go. Good favorite thing. Good favorite thing. How about you? What are you digging this week? <sighs> oh, I'm digging my grave this week. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh. Um, we usually try to avoid politics um, in this Uh-oh. podcast because we want to have kind of a safe space for all you beautiful snowflakes um, to try to avoid the dumpster fire that is the U.S. political system. But I have something um, that involves politics, but it's a way to get involved. Um, and I've used this before. It's a service. It's a free service um, to contact your representatives. So if you live in the U.S., um, it's very important to make sure that you were signed up to vote and to vote in um, our midterm elections in November. Um, and if you need information on how to do that, to figure out who your representatives are, to see if you are registered to vote, um, to see if you're registered to vote at your new address, if you've changed your name, there's some easy ways to figure this shit out. And one of my favorite tools is called ResistBot at Resist.bot. And it is a um, bot to help you contact your officials to get you signed up to vote. It can do a bunch of things. And there's a bunch of different ways you can use it. Russian. Um, what? Russian bots. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the Russian bot. And it's um, going to steal your information and send it directly to Vladimir Putin. Um, <laughs> so you can go to resist.bot 
to learn more about it, um, there's a you can contact and use ResistBot in Telegram, Facebook Messenger. You can DM the bot on Twitter or you can text um, resist to five zero four zero nine via SMS on your phone and you can um, contact your members of Congress or figure out um, your voting, your poll station for when you need to vote and where you need to vote. You can um, send in your mail order ballot. If you can do that, you can sign up with them there. And it's like under two minutes and it's really, really easy to use. So I'd recommend um, to checking it out. I use it on Telegram all the time. I used it to help my sister get re-registered to vote um, since she just moved to Portland. Um, I've used ResistBot to send messages to my representatives, which are um, John Tester, Greg Gianforti, and Steve Danes in Montana. Um, you just like you can give them your address and they'll figure out who your representatives are. You can like type out a message and um, ResistBot will either send them the mail for you like snail mail or they'll go through like the congressional system and send it to you and you should get a response back from your representative. It's really, really easy. It's a really, really easy and good way to um, get active in the political system and to make your voice heard to your local representative. So if you want to learn more, um, you can either follow ResistBot on Twitter um, hit up ResistBot on Telegram. Um, I think they have a bot for Line, even. Um, but if you want to learn more, you can go to ResistBot.News or Resist.Bot. Um, so make sure you're signed up to vote for November. We we need all the votes we can get to get this motherfucker out of office already. And uh, I feel like this is a good millennial 2018 way to get involved in your local political process. So I just wanted to give them a little shout out because I've used them many a time and I will continue using them. And uh, if you want to support ResistBot, they have a, a little donation page, too. You can throw them some bucks because it's all like community driven. It's all volunteer based, this bot. And it's a bunch of it's it's cool. It's really cool. You should check it out. So resist.bot. Check it out. There you go. Well, good. Lovely. Love, love that shit. I live in D.C. We have taxation without representation. Oh, I love that. Don't you love that? <laughs> That's what the licenses, the license plates say here. They really? say taxation <laughs> without representation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think they're plate. salty at all. I know. It is like the shadiest fucking license plates in the entire world. But no, I still get to vote in the midterm elections. I am registered right down the street, honey. Hell yeah. Do you um do you vote in person? What were the I mean, you've moved around a lot. So like so, I'm sure getting re-registered to vote and doing that shit is like a hassle. So I didn't the only place I've ever been registered, I've had two different locations in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so like if I was away, I would send in a what's it called ballot? A absentee ballot? Absentee ballot. That's how I voted when I lived in Philly. Oh, that's cool. Um yeah. Otherwise I've usually been in Arkansas when an election is going on. So I'll go to they have them at like churches. Mm-hmm. Like schools and or like stuff. Community centers. It's because yeah. every state has different voting laws and some are more strict than others. And thankfully, I don't know how Arkansas is, but in Montana, you don't need an excuse to sign up for an absentee ballot. Um, you can sign up for yeah. an absentee ballot just, you know, just because just because you want to send it through the mail. And so I've always had an absentee ballot. I get it sent to my mail. I can research all of the officials and see who I support and who I don't. 
um, and I can do it on my own time and then I send it in and I can double check to see if they got it. Um, so for you introverts out there, it's really nice. Montana's system is really cool and um, it sucks, you know, it, uh, for states that you have to have a like a medical excuse or you have to be out of the state in order to get an absentee ballot. Montana is one of those that I'm thankful that I can get an abs- absentee ballot for. I don't need a, an excuse or a reason. I can just ask for one and I get one. So Wow. Cheating the system. Russian alert. Russian alert. Well, what's interesting is Montana is one of the states that um, we don't use um, the electronic ballot voting machines. All of our ballots are paper. Um, and so it, we, it's harder to hack our elections because we're using, you know, pen and paper um, because we live but in 1886. There's like, there's like 20 of you. Well, yeah, it's no, a lot harder to count. There's actually know, like, 17 of us. Sure. So, OK. My apologies. You know, you know how it is. Sure. Anyways, good favorite things. There you go. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Now, we've got a question in the form of a Turks message. A turkey message? A Turks message. It mm-hmm. says, hey, fellas, Kristen from Philly, yet again, hold down Alt-Delete to get me to stop asking you questions. I've okay. never been able to sleep with a ceiling fan on because I'm afraid it'll fall and cut my head off, which I've come to realize is not normal. I'm wondering, what are some of the irrational fears either of you have had from childhood or adulthood? Well, that's a good question. Hmm. I. What's the What's the thing? Okay. Is there um. Yeah. It's like a. Is it a Is it a Japanese thing where they fan death? Yeah, fan death. That's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. Um. So they think I don't remember why they think they'll die, but like it's gonna suck all the air out of the room or something. I'm pretty sure something like I don't even I don't even. No, but uh, it's been disproven, but it's a thing called like fan death. I think there's a wiki on it. Fan death wiki. Yes, fan death, a well-known superstition in Korean culture. How Korean. Where it's thought that running an electric fan in a closed room with unopened windows or no windows will prove fatal. Uh, despite concrete evidence to support the, despite no concrete evidence to support the concept, belief in fan death persists to this day in Korea. Um, I've I've slept with a fan on every day of my life. Yeah, I always have a fan on. The only time I turn my fan off is when I'm recording the podcast. Like it's I I like I like a fan on me at night. I like a fan like on my face because um, I, well, I, I I like I get sweaty at night. And also, it's really good. I like the white noise that it produces. I do, I do it for white noise. So we used to have a fan, fans in our rooms as kids that didn't really blow air. They just made the white noise. Oh, they weren't okay. white noise machines. They were like, they had heaters built in. Like if you wanted to turn the heater on, but otherwise it didn't produce much air. It just really made a nice it was white, more noise white noise sound. Thing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so I always slept with one of those on in my room. We don't do that anymore. We have like personal fans on both sides of our bed if we get hot, but I can't have a fan on my face because it dries out my eyes and my lips. Oh, yeah. You turn into a raisin. I turn into a raisin if there's mm. a fan directly on me. So, mm. uh, no, that's a no for me. So do you have I, any of these superstitions or had? I don't know. Well, you know, I've got the weird thing where I whenever I take a drink from a cold glass, I touch it to both of my wrists. Afterwards. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And that's just that has followed me since I was like 10, probably. Wow. Um, I just do. I don't know if it's a superstition, though. I don't think it's just like a habit. As a kid, I would not fall asleep. I think a lot of kids do this with a leg or an arm dangling off the bed because I thought like a witch, a witch lived under there and she'd snatch me. She'd get you. She'd snatch your wig. It was always a witch in my mind. Interesting. Uh, superstitions. Well, there was I one. Know. I don't think so. You got any? Well, I have one from of my mom. My mom, um, 
I think that I think that this is a thing from her childhood. She um, will always close her closet doors before she goes to sleep. She can't sleep with the closet doors open. And I think it's because oh, yeah. when she was a kid, she, you know, thought that there was a monster in her closet, which is like a, you know, a very common thing. But like, I remember when I when I was moving into my new place and I was getting ready to like for bed or whatever, and my closet door was open. She's like, oh, I got to close these for you. And I was like, why? And it was very odd to me because like, I don't know, I sleep with my closet doors open all the time. I don't I don't really think about it. I never really thought about it. And she's like, oh, well, the boogeyman's going to get you. I was like, oh, mom. But yeah, it's something that every time she's all her closet doors always shut when her and my dad go to bed. And it's like a habit of her. She can't have a closet door open. So I, I always find that I don't like them open either. It really? looks like a dark portal. Well, when the, all the lights are off mm-hmm. and like when your walls are white, you can just see like a hole. It's like a dark portal to like, hell. It's a portal to hell is mm-hmm. what it is. I, I close our closet door every night still. Mm. But I don't think I don't know why I do it. I remember as a kid, we had those closet doors that like fold out, you know? Yeah. The, like yeah. The the, those are mine. Fold out. I've yeah. Had those. And so I would always have to close those and then they would bounce back a little. So I'd have to hold them until they stopped moving and then get into bed. Oh, and quirky. So quirky. So quirky. I'm, I'm trying to think of one. Um, well, I so I had a um, I had a, a very vivid dream when I was a kid and it was it was one of those dreams I feel, feel like it's really common where like you you have your legs sticking out and then like you get, you know, like a monster pulls you under the bed or something. Mm-hmm. But this dream was and I think it, I think it was one of those like sick dreams where I was like high on like cough syrup or something and I was really sick and there were, it was really vivid. And so it, it, it always like stuck with me. It's one of those dreams, one of those nightmares that you remember. And it wasn't like I didn't get like pulled out of my bed, but I had a dream that my legs were sticking out and I could hear like two men talking in my room and they like pulled on my legs and it freaked me out. Um, and it was like I I could like I could feel it. I could hear them. It was super vivid. And so that's that's a reason why I never had my legs sticking out um, in bed when I was a kid, because I like I had a nightmare involving that. And it was like it freaked me out for the rest of my life. But I don't know. And I don't know if I if I I don't really know. Two if I men trying to anymore. pull me out of bed, honey. Where's Ooh, what's the scary honey. part, honey? honey? I know, right? That's not honey. scary at all. That's my um, early twenties, honey. But I'm trying to think of like superstitions that I have now where I I only eat small snack foods in twos and fours. Like cheese. Yeah, that sounds like something up- you do. I have to pick up two Cheez-Its at a time. You can't have one or three Cheez-Its. Oh, you have God. to have two. You have to have four. Four is good. Things in. So four, eight, 16 is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 32, of course. Sounds like you can talk to a therapist about that. <laughs> like, is it's it debilitating lovely... or is it just like a no, thing that you do? It's not debilitating. Okay. I could control it. If mm-hmm. I had to. But it's like, but it's I not don't. ruining my life. So why, you know, mess with it's it? It's not ruining my life. It might be like very mild. Mm-hmm. OC, very, very mild OCD. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wash my hands. Every, the first thing I do when I come into the house is I wash my hands. I don't touch public doorknobs. Oh, yeah. Well, I know a lot of people that don't do that. Like, I know a lot of people yeah, who. They're gross. Like if I have a if I have a hoodie on, sometimes I'll like I'll stretch my uh, yeah. um yeah. my arm out and and so it's covering my hand when I open a door. But and I just there think that's, that's good hygiene. If I'm wear- like so a lot of bathrooms now, I used to use the paper towel to open the door handle with and then throw the paper towel away outside. So many bathrooms don't well, have paper towels anymore. No, and so if I'm wearing short sleeves, like sometimes I'll you know put my hand underneath my shirt um 
like the bottom of my shirt and mm -hmm. through the door with that. But if I can't do that, I just stand there. You just and stand you like, just... like a sin when you take the door away. Yes. You just stand there forever until That's you starve why. to death. Bathroom doors often open the wrong way, in my opinion. You usually have to push it to go into the bathroom and then pull it to pull get it out. To get and out. You, should, you should push it to get out. Mm. So you don't have to touch anything. It's really annoying. Mm -hmm. Ugh, anyway. Fix it. Fix it, America. Fix it. God, you can put a man on the moon. You put a man on the moon. You can, a man uh, on the moon, a bot on the Mars, and you can't do nothing. Right. Jesus. Well, there you go. If you guys have any uh, superstitions, you should hit us up because that's a really good question. And I'm curious what, you know, what's stuck with, with our audience and things that they yes. still do. Because Thank they, you so much superstitious for that question, Kristen. Yeah. yeah, good Quejo. Yeah. Leave us comments about it. And as usual, we always need more questions. Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Uh -huh. uh, how do I usually wrap these up? Oh, Thanks I don't for know. listening. It's yeah. cheese of the week. <laughs> Favorite things. Uh, I'm a broken record. Please. <laughs> please, uh, please. We'll be back next week with another regular episode. And then uh, the weekend after that, we will have another bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep, that's good. See you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Darren C. Fabian P. Feliciano D. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Max S. Megan N. Michael C. Mike B. Nicholas M. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The, the Show! show.